What's up, y'all? It is uh, your girls, Dorian and Morgan, the host of your favorite, The Rooted Life Podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, we're all about faith, wholeness, and relationships. So if you're new here, we just want to welcome y'all and encourage y'all to check out our latest podcast season on friendships. Matter of fact, y'all can just check out all the seasons Mm -hmm. because they're dope. And and you can follow us on Instagram at Rooted Life Podcast. And if y'all been rocking with us for a minute, then we just want to take a moment to let y'all know that we love you Mm -hmm. and we appreciate you. We are so excited um, because we're doing something a little bit different for this episode. Uh, This season, actually, we're doing a little mini series on our favorite show, Insecure. Exactly. And not only is Insecure one of our favorite shows, it's just a good show, period. Let's just say that. True. But also, we just love how it shows the joys and challenges that come with navigating adult friendships, specifically between the two characters, Molly and Issa. So it just feels right for our brand, honestly. I think so. And speaking of feeling right, um, our first episode of this little mini series really snapped. Mm, it really did. Like, we introduced the concept of throwing the flag on the play, the green and yellow and red flags. And girls, we had a lot of flags to throw because these <laughs> folks were really strong struggling in these first few episodes so it was a blast calling these characters out uh what was your favorite part of the last episode honestly the whole thing like I just love the opportunity to dissect all of these situations like even mm. though it's a scripted show I love that because it's written by black people it's you know black people starring in it mm-hmm. it just feels so relatable um, to all of our situations and I'm just grateful that we can kind of shed a little bit of light for folks on some very complex <laughs> situations yes I think for me our last episode was something I said I I don't know, it resonated with me, but the more history equals the more boundaries. Mm. It's like, oh, wow, that is so simple. The more history you have with somebody, the more you probably need to set more boundaries. So I think that's true for Issa and Nathan and the rest of us, honestly. And it just read me. That quote still is reading me in this yeah, exact I'm being moment. read right now. So thank you for that <laughs> conviction. But okay, let's jump on into uh, a quick rundown of what okay. went down in the last couple of episodes. Okay, but real quick, y'all, heads up. We're going to be dropping all types of spoilers. So if you haven't watched these last couple episodes, go ahead, pause us, watch those episodes, and then join us again. Good. Yep, facts. Let's get into it. Okay, so episode four, Faulty, okay? Okay. The girls... Um, um, attended Nathan's beach party and mm-hmm. so it ends up getting shut down and mm. they go to dinner at a restaurant and then Nathan's cousin and his wife uh, show up and wait. we're like wait you got family here so then we get all this insight mm-hmm. into what he was like with his family and how he's navigated conflict in the past and we also see Issa just really struggling to mm-hmm. communicate how she's developing feelings for Nathan so the crew then attempts to go to this party with Jason <laughs> Derulo <laughs> But they don't make it in. And then the episode ends with a huge shot. Nathan and Issa on top of a mountain expressing a desire to be more than friends. Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. I Nick. left very confused. Yeah. Moving very, on. <laughs> very confused. Um, all right. Episode five, surviving. Okay. So Molly's family has a health crisis. Her mom ends up being hospitalized for a stroke. Mm. Issa just like really steps up as a friend. She's there for Molly, volunteering to grab stuff for her. So her and Nathan, her being Issa, um, spend the whole day basically running errands for Molly. Mm-hmm. And then there's this moment that comes out of nowhere where Issa says she loves Nathan and he does not return the sentiment. Oh, Ouch. But then our girl runs into Lawrence at the hospital and I screamed. Uh, it was so crazy. <laughs> I literally was like, oh, I didn't know what to do. Me neither. Uh, okay, episode six, mm-hmm. tired, okay. Mm-hmm. So Molly goes on a work retreat with her colleagues and she gets a chance to get to know them better, yeah. but she has one too many drinks Girl. and she shows out. So at the retreat, she's trying to balance her work responsibilities and her obligations to her family with her mom being in the hospital. And then this little romance is starting to bud where her and one of her colleagues mm-hmm. who in the past, they had like a lot of beef. So I'm like, wait, what? Truly. And then we also see Eve 
Issa back home struggling to make amends with Crenshaw after the show. And then um, she's also trying to navigate this lack of clarity in her relationship with Nathan. And then to top it all off, Nathan got his own problems dealing with work Maybe. conflicts. And the episode really is just ending shaky for everybody. <laughs> Truly. Well, I think that pretty much covers episode four through six. So let's go ahead and jump into these green, yellow, and red flags on these episodes. Love it. And just to remind y'all, so green flags are signs of healthy relationship behavior. Mm-hmm. Yellow flags are complex signs that we're like, mm, we can see both sides. Mm-hmm. And red flags are just like, no, bad idea. Do not pass go. Do not click 200. That's it. Well, go ahead and kick us off, though. All right. So episode four the flag i'm going to throw Mm -hmm. is a yellow flag Mm. and this is going to both nathan and Issa for jumping into this weird friends with benefits situation without actually like having any real discussion Mm. so Issa brings up the night that she and nathan almost hooked up but they kind of skate over the issue and it leads to this like awkward pause where they're both just looking at each other and clearly Mm want to say something else and nathan's like okay so we're good and Issa's like yeah and it's like y'all are clearly not good Mm -hmm. like, not good. what is going on? So later in the episode, they give it a second go. Try to have the conversation again, but they don't really set any real boundaries or get as much clarity as I really think that they could. Mm. The exact line that they say, <laughs> both, Issa says, I don't want to just be friends with you. And then Nathan says, I don't want to just be friends with you either. And then they kiss and it's like, oh, relationship. It's like, wait, 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 wait. So the thing about it is in theory, I know that can sometimes sound like we're in a relationship. But look, I'm telling y'all from Mm -mm. experience, that is not what those words mean. Mm -mm. I really think that the main thing is like sometimes we're just in the moment. We're Mm -hmm. feeling all the feels that we don't actually address all of the concerns from the past that mm-hmm. got us to this very moment. Mm-hmm. It's great that they said that they liked each other, but let's talk about like the inability to clearly communicate that right. got us here. Right. So I think the the main thing is like feelings are a weak foundation to try to build a relationship on, but clarity on the other hand, that's what we really want to build it on. Mm-hmm. The whole thing made my stomach hurt watching it and I give it two more episodes before they just breaking up. <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> It's been a very slow train wreck yeah. that we've just been watching. Like, yeah, this so is going to crash right. and burn. Yeah. You're just waiting for it all to hit the fan because it has to. Mm-hmm. Because your feelings are not enough. No. they Okay, you want to have feelings for someone. Like, that's for relevant. Sure. But that's not enough to, like, it's just not enough. And I think they're just, like, enjoying the moment and mm-hmm. just, like, enjoying that immediate satisfaction, which I think we all are guilty of with, yeah. without thinking about, like, there's going to be repercussions down the line. For sure. And what about next month? Yeah. And next week? And I think sometimes, too, we we allow like the moment that we're having to outweigh all of the other mm-hmm. concerns that we have. Very like, true. cause when we get by ourselves, then we start playing stuff in our minds and we're like, I really don't like this. Mm-hmm. And he don't treat me right in mm-hmm. this way. And he don't really show up like that. But then you get around the person and because there is some level of compatibility, yeah. you just throw all that to the side and you're throw like, well, that. we're having, we're in our little fantasy world. We're having such a great time. And as soon as you exit that world, the bubble bursts. Y'all can wow. tell I'm speaking yeah, from we're experience. both just uh, <laughs> feeling <laughs> this hits too close to home. Let's move on before we have to spill any more tea. <laughs> or cry. Yeah, <laughs> She's not joking. Okay, <laughs> next one. Okay, there were a lot of flags on this episode, but I actually want to throw out a green flag. Okay. There was a really tender and just a beautiful moment, I feel like, between Nathan and his cousin. Mm. Um, and what I loved about it, first of all, I love seeing black men have vulnerable conversations yes. on TV and media like that. And for them to be sharing their heart, I just love to see that because I know that men, especially black men, are not socialized to share their heart and feelings. So mm-hmm. when it happens, I'm like, yeah, y'all better go ahead. Yeah. Proud of y'all. Um, but I just love that they both lean into the discomfort in order to be vulnerable and real. Like, 
And his cousin shares some really hard truths about Nathan's behavior and how it was impacting his family and his kids. And Nathan wasn't defensive. He just listened. And also his like cousin took accountability. Like, yo, I should have brought this to your attention earlier. Mm. I didn't know how to come across, but also like the cousin had to set boundaries to keep his children safe. And I just respect that. Like you had to, he had to prioritize the safety of his wife and kids. And unfortunately that meant that Nathan had to find somewhere else to live. But I think what I think what he did was right, but his approach could have been better. I think he could have been more forthcoming because Nathan was clearly struggling yeah. and probably really needed a friend and needed family. Yeah. Um, so I think from this conversation, we learned that, like, obviously hard conversations are important. I feel like we talked about that in our last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but they avoided the car- hard conversation so long that the relationship was almost ruined. Mm-hmm. And I think about all the times that, like, I should have had a hard conversation with someone and our relationship almost got ruined over one thing that we could have probably talked through and worked out. Yep. Um, and, of course, these hard conversations are so awkward so difficult so cringy but good relationships are worth the discomfort and i know that growth mm. can't happen without discomfort so if we're not willing to move through the discomfort it's like do you actually want to have a good relationship with this mm. person mm-hmm. and i think also like when you lean into discomfort you actually grow closer helps your relationship grow you feel seen and recognized so like it's worth the discomfort it's very uncomfortable but at the end you're like you know what okay yeah. like if that was the cost of us getting closer together and having more transparency and vulnerability then Okay, like yeah. I'll take it. And I think the last thing, just watching their kind of dynamic is like withholding truth from someone is actually unloving. Mm. And we think we're protecting their feelings, but we end up stunting their growth. So we have to find a way to like be truthful, like know the right timing, but like being truthful is actually an act of love. Yeah. And in addition to stunting their growth, we end up hurting them more. Like yeah, that's the part so that true. we always forget. Yeah. You hurt people more. The longer you lie to someone, mm. the longer that you are setting them up to be hurt by mm-hmm, you. So mm-hmm. I think another thing I just love too is just this, the aspect of self-reflection that they both, that they both brought to the conversation. Like they were both able to say, this is what you did that hurt me, but this is where I know I didn't show up. Mm -hmm. And I think that relationships also require you to first, we've talked about this before you go pointing out what someone else did, take a look inside and see where you could have been different or done something different. So I love it too. So good. So good. Um, So the next flag Mm -hmm. I'm going to get into episode five, right? Okay. Got a little green flag Yay. for Molly and Issa's wow, friendship. Wow, love to see it. I know. We ain't seen it in a while. We just really haven't. And like <laughs> seeing Issa really step up for Molly was yeah. really sweet when her mom was in the hospital. And um, Molly also just being in a place to be healthy enough to receive love yes, and support from yes, other yes. people. Like that's super important as well. And I think what we really got to see was this idea of sacrifice as an act of love. Like mm. in the episode, we saw Issa sacrifice in several ways. Like first off, she literally took the clothes (laughs) off her back to give to Molly at the hospital just so she could be more comfortable in the midst of her situation. Just want to pause that dress though, baby, the dress. Look, I would need to forego several cocktails and pieces of bread, but yes. I wouldn't return that dress about Issa. I'm like, this is my payment. It was. That dress was. Yeah. All body. It was okay. Body, yaddy, yaddy. It was great. Such a beautiful dress. Go ahead. Um, Yeah. So she took the clothes off her back and got to put on that Mm -hmm. bomb dress. Um, Then when she gets to her apartment, she takes care of her dog. Like, Mm -hmm. she makes sure he's fed. She is clearly not a dog lover based on her (laughs) response. Oh, yeah, him. (laughs) But we know that Molly loves Flava Flav, her puppy. Mm -hmm. And so Issa then steps in and, and shows that, like, you know, okay, because you love this thing i will Mm -hmm. take care of it which Mm -hmm. reminds me 
of you and I because mm-hmm. we know that I'm not a dog lover. But mm-hmm. if something happened to Maya, I would make sure that she was good because I know that you love her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, we see, like you say this all the time, but when there's no sacrifice, we have to question, like, is there even really love here? Yeah. And in this instance, we see that their relationship has done some real healing and growth. Truly. And it's just beautiful to see. So green flags all Girl, around. If their relationship didn't grow this season, I might be done with the show. Oh, We've seriously. watched too long for too them much not toxicity. to mature but they finally are getting to a healthy place individually Mm -hmm. and together yes yes, so hopefully that can spread to their other relationships because they (laughs) and let me say that's a key point right there Mm. you can't really grow with others until you grow by yourself Mm, like they have been growing on their own which now allows them to come Mm -hmm. to their relationship and be like you know what okay now we can do this because i'm doing work like Mm -hmm. when you're putting in work by yourself it shows and it's so much easier to put in work and relationships when you're also doing it personally true 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 that's strong okay Let's get into episode five, man. I'll have to go ahead and speaking of Issa, man, I'm throwing a yellow flag on the play, <laughs> but Issa and her mama. So just a little background, Issa and Nathan, they're running errands for Molly. Issa's mom, FaceTime her. And I think it was cute. I love actually watching their dynamic, them connecting and catching up on FaceTime. Mm. But I just think that Issa could have set literally everybody up for success better than what she did. Mm. For one, Issa didn't even know about Nathan, which is fine. But then it put her mom in an awkward situation of trying to guess who is this man and figure out who he is. She asking all these questions. And then she, she asked Nathan, oh, oh, are you my daughter's boyfriend? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so uncomfortable. Then Nathan's all put on the spot. And he's like, yeah, I'm her man. I'm like... I thought y'all were trying to take things. I thought you had said that y'all were going to take <laughs> You things. had said something you else yesterday. You had said that y'all was going to okay. take things <laughs> slow. So now I'm very confused. Me and my homegirls are very confused. Very. The girls are trying to figure it out. We don't know. Um, so then it was all awkward. So I'm not saying that anyone was like explicitly wrong. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like they could have, first of all, kind of like what you said, Issa and Nathan should be more clear about where they stand. Because mm-hmm. Issa looks surprised to find out. Issa looks surprised too. That's what I'm saying. How like, you surprised? I would not want to be finding out that I have a boyfriend <laughs> in the moment that I'm also on FaceTime with my mama. With my mama? Because what if I ain't want one? Right. I'm like, wait, you my boyfriend? You my man? <laughs> I didn't even know that. This is the first time. Me and my mama finding out at the same time. That's wild. That is so wild. She was like, you my mans. I'm like. Was that after or before she said I love you? I can't remember. That was right before, which is, I mean, just gets to another problem. He just said he was your man. And five minutes later, you're (laughs) like, and I, that's why I love you. Girl, you sound crazy. You need to get out of this. Oh, God, this is a mess. Um, So I think that there's a few things that we can kind of learn from the situation. It's like we need to set people up for success when it comes to meeting our family members. Mm -hmm. For one, Issa could have gave Nathan a heads up. Hey, my mama kind of wild. She a little crazy. So she probably going to have a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Do you want to get into it like this? Do you want to actually... She also didn't give anybody a chance to choose whether they wanted to meet somebody in that moment. Right. Usually when you introduce somebody to your family, you're like, hey, it's a com- sorry, it's a conversation. You know what I mean? So he didn't even get to choose whether he was ready to meet her mom or not. Mm-hmm. He just had to in that moment. Correct. That's awkward. That was a lot. Yeah. If somebody had me meet their mama and I wasn't ready, I feel some kind of way. But yeah. Moving on. So I think he could have, she could have gave uh, Nathan a heads up. She could have gave her mom a heads up. Like, hey, I'm walking with a guy I'm dating. I don't really want to answer questions right now. I'm going to call you back mm-hmm. and I'll tell you later. Or she could have even just stepped away from Nathan and be like, hey, my mama's calling. Let me just avoid this whole awkward interaction. Right. And just talk to her separately. And then we'll talk about it later. So overall, I just think that they could have had a more clear 
uh, DTR relation uh, conversation beforehand, and she could have just set everybody up for success literally any other way than she did. Literally any other way. Anything and else. I mean, I think you had so many good points. The moment was a very cringeworthy moment, and I think it was super messy, honestly, for Nathan to even say that he was her man. Mm. Like he could have done the little like, oh, you know, we trying to get there. Like he could have literally mm-hmm. said anything else, but to like go that far and have not had a conversation with Issa, and also mm-hmm. I don't know it something about it to me feels like how dudes will just say things but not actually like recognize the weight behind that those words like when you say to a girl like yeah I'm your boyfriend it's like that's a whole new level of relationship are you actually like ready to be in my life and show up in that way because we have not yet talked about what that means to me versus what that means to you you know so I just think it it was not it was not a wise situation. It. And we've seen something similar in a previous episode. Remember with Molly and her man that got oh. Jadena when he was, he went with her to an event oh and he God. said he was her boy. He's like, oh, you just needed to win. I didn't really yes. mean that. Yes. Yes. We've already seen this happen. Mm-hmm. Bad. It's just bad. It was a around. train wreck. Yep. Okay. Well, I guess let's go ahead and get into episode six then. Uh, I'm throwing another flag on somebody. Oh, our girl Molly. She had been. She's oh, still showing so much gosh. growth, but baby girl is struggling, struggling. Yeah. yeah. So I'm giving her a red flag, dog, because they had the little work retreat. They were all getting to know each other, which I love to see them kind of opening up. They were like telling her their first impressions of her. She mm-hmm. didn't get an attitude. She was just like being really fun loving yep. and going with the flow. But then she got a little too turned. You know how it is when you at work and. The, Drinks are free. <laughs> Got to be careful. Come on. Um, so it's not just because she got turned and was twerking and being a little lit. Mm-hmm. I think the issue is actually deeper. Like, I think she's really struggling. Like, she has a lot on her shoulders with her mom being ill, this job. And I think she's trying to process a lot, but she's really just doing it alone. And she's trying to process and carry just the burdens of her life by herself. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that wild night with her colleagues was just a byproduct of all the stress and fear and like the feelings of feeling overburdened that she hasn't really processed. Yep. So I think that we can learn from this situation with Molly that we have a choice when it comes to processing our feelings. We can process them in a healthy and safe way, or we can let everything bun- bubble underneath the surface and we're going to end up processing them and probably unhealthy. Like it's going to get processed either way. Mm-hmm. Either you get to consciously do it or it's going to be unconsciously. Yeah. Might as well choose the conscious route so you can be safe and healthy with the way you process your feelings. Um, and so I think that also we got to figure out like, how do I re- like process my feelings in a way that actually moves me forward and doesn't just release stress. Mm. Like if I'm feeling over pro- like overburdened, me watching TV might just relieve stress, but it actually doesn't help me move yeah, forward. It's like, how good. do I process in a way that actually helps me move towards a place of health um, in a way that I'm like bringing my family in and bringing my friends and things like that. I think also something I'm learning this season that unprocessed emotion lead to unhealthy behavior, mm. period. I think you can look at all of your unhealthy patterns and behaviors in your life and you can look back to emotions or feelings or thoughts that you hadn't actually fully recognized mm-hmm. and processed. Mm-hmm. So I think we say this all the time because our pastor says this, but you got to invite God into that process, honestly, and invite friends too. Like you don't have to carry everything on your own. Mm-hmm. You don't have to carry the weight of it of your own. You can invite people in and learn the process in a way that's actually like healthy and productive. Yeah. Mm. Those were all really great points. Mm, I was kind of in my bag on that one. You really well, Holy were. Spirit was. I was deep in that bag. You know, I, I have had a work mishap myself, and uh, <laughs> I have learned my lesson from that time. And mm. what I realized, too, is that there's just too much at stake. Like, yeah. in my specific mishap, it wasn't, like, something that, you know, it was publicly known or, like, in front of a whole group of people kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is that, like, all you have is your reputation. Ooh. And, like, once something stains 
that you can recover, but people forgive a lot more quickly than they forget. So Ooh. it's still going to be on their mind. They're still going to remember you as the person that did X thing mm. or that showed out in X way. And it's just like, you know, you just want to protect that name that you have. And especially like yeah. thinking about us as believers, like yeah. we even more so want to protect that identity and our name because mm-hmm. we're not just in representation of ourselves. We're in right. representation of him. If people know that you're a believer. So exactly. you just got to be more careful about that. And I just hope that it doesn't come back to bite her because mm. she's really just worked so hard to be like an all-star in all ways when it comes to her professional life. And so, you know, I hope it was just like a kind of a funny episode moment and mm-hmm. doesn't like turn into some weird thing. Uh, we're going to get into this last <laughs> green flag then. Uh, this is a little small one. It's okay. real quick, but I think it was so important. The moment was kind of overlooked, but um, so Issa saw her ex at the end of episode Mm, six and she saw not only her ex, but also his child's mother and the baby at the hospital while she was helping to support Molly. And it was kind of like this moment where she looks her and Lawrence like lock eyes and then she just like keeps it moving and bolts around the corner. Mm. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like I was kind of like going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, should she have waved? And yeah. said should she have gone over? Should she have just kept it moving? Mm. And I realized that likely because we are seeing through all of her other behavior with Nathan and mm-hmm. just all of this other stuff, she is not slash has not processed anything dealing with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. She just closed the door and it's just like acting like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But clearly there's a lot going on there. And I think that the best thing that we can do when it comes to unprocessed emotions and feelings toward people is just to kind of like stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was literally the most anti-drama thing that she could do was just keep her distance because yeah. I just believe that if she would have gone over there, anything that she would have said or done would have just come from all Mm -hmm. of that like unresolved conflict. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's just a lesson for us. Like whenever we are kind of dealing with that, number one, we should be processing it. Mm -hmm. But if you're not going to process it, then don't put yourself in situations where you're going to have to deal with those demons like real time. Yep. And I think also she was already juggling so much. Like she was at the hospital to be there for Molly. Correct. Oh, Issa would have interacted with Lawrence and yes. then gone back to Molly and, and be made, like, it, and made it about her. And mm-hmm. clearly Molly needs her to be a good friend. So also it was a good friend move of like, you know what? Yes. Today is about you and your family. And I'm just going to be present. And I'm going to, we're going to process this little piece later. Mm-hmm. Cause before it would have been very, very different facts. So I appreciate her. Okay. Well, that was the episode. That was, that very, was it. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. It was uh well, short, sweet and to the point, you know? Wow. Okay. Well, I hope, well, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Yeah. Um, and I think since we're all about relationships, we should just kind of wrap everything up with some key little takeaways for the mm-hmm. folks. So mm-hmm. we can give y'all four takeaways. Number one, feelings are weak, period. <laughs> that could have been its own say. thing. Yes. <laughs> feelings are weak, but clarity is wise. Number two, sometimes the most loving thing we can do is tell the truth to our friends. Mm-hmm. We have to prioritize their growth over their discomfort. Mm. Number three, unprocessed emotions lead to unhealthy behavior. Process emotions lead to healthy behavior. And number four, real love requires sacrifice. Be weary of those who say they love you, but aren't willing to give up anything for you. Mm. Ooh, girl, Jeez. that is Wowzer. good. Like the points. We've gotten so good at those like mm-hmm. one-liners. I love it. So y'all, um, there were some real gems in here. So I hope y'all picked up on all of them. So we would love for y'all to share this episode with somebody. And while you're listening, go ahead and take a screenshot. Tag us at Rooted Life Podcast on Instagram. Yep. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, y'all. Go ahead. Just go over there. Rate us five stars. Leave us a little review. Tell 
telling us something you love. We would love to hear what y'all think about this new Insecure series. Mm-hmm. And y'all, this is our last episode. Well, we got one more, actually. Like, what? <laughs> this is not our last episode. <laughs> this is the second to last. We got one more episode in the mini series. We're going to be dropping it on Wednesday, December 29th. And we are going to break down the rest of the whole season. Mm-hmm. Till then, love y'all. Stay rooted.